it is your host, Mariam Ernest, and welcome to the Recovery from Fragmented Families podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, my wonderful listeners and subscribers who have been affected by family estrangement. And now you seek out your own journey to emotional recovery, inner healing, and self-discovery. This podcast will cover all aspects of family estrangement and will dig deeper to uncover the deep seeded reasons of why people choose to cut ties with their families for good or why others have been cut off by their families. But most importantly, we will cover how they have made a full recovery from this or at least how to live with it. These conversations will not only inspire you, motivate you and educate you, but will also serve as a guide to a life of fulfillment, free from anger and resentment, by activating your inner strength of resilience and transforming your mindset. We can't wait for you to join us. You are amongst families and friends. So let's get started on this journey. Hello to my wonderful listeners. How is everybody doing? I hope you're doing well today. It's your host, Mariam. I'm coming to you another week with another mini episode. But before I get into it, I just want to say thank you so much. It means so much that you're tapping in and listening to this episode. Honestly, it means it means a lot, actually. Uh, so welcome and stay tuned for more episodes. But I just want to get into a topic that um, I tend to use two words um, in my podcast. I tend to use fragmented family and family estrangement simultaneously, right? And again, it goes back what I mentioned in my previous episode is that I've experienced I've experienced both. So essentially, fragmented family does essentially mean the same thing because the family is fragmented everywhere. And estrangement is also the same way, but sometimes it's complete. It's almost like I call it the umbilical cord has been cut altogether. It's a completely severed. It's like it's been severed, uh, severed altogether. As in, there's very little chance of reconciliation, right? Of course, you can never say never because people have known to come together after 10, 15, 20 years. You know how sometimes things can just change your perception. But anyway, so what I want to talk about is this particular part is about fragmented families. So this is a family that you're not particularly estranged with, but due to their lifestyle, you cannot really have a a relationship that's conducive to a loving warmth, any kind of that relationship. So in my case, I have a family member that um, they've been, I mean, I'll say maybe from their early, mid-20s, um, they've been suffering from, they've had severe addiction to substances. And because of that, it's hindered, I guess it's, it's been a barrier to forming a relationship of 
perhaps what a sibling would look like, right? And in my situation, I, again, it's one of those things that everybody comes into this life, they have their own different experiences, right? Whether, we, whether we'd like the life they're living, there's nothing really we can do. We know substance misuse is a big problem. And when it gets, when someone is, I guess, enmeshed in it, when, it's, when that is somebody else's way of living, it does impact on how they relate to other people around them, right? So for me, I had to reevaluate essentially what it is to have a family member that there is a barrier to the relationship and the barrier is because of that. And because of this particular barrier, it means sometimes this family member is away. Um, they're away. You know, you could imagine when someone uh, is on the substance, I guess narcotics, it's, you know, there's a various places that can be, whether it's temporary in custody or whether it's in hospital. Um, and when they're out, sometimes it's, it's um, another unfortunate reality is the worry you know that lifestyle sometimes it's 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 it's, it's a risk it, in matter of fact it's the risk factor right for many things as i said sometime in custody sometime in hospital right and i don't need to spell out the details how somebody with substance misuse ends up in a hospital and it's that it's almost like it's really hard to explain that um, you always got this thing in in the back of your mind that something's going to happen to them and you sometimes either it's like you're waiting for it I'm not saying you wait for a call because you've had the call that this person is you know this one is in hospital so you've dealt with those in the past and I guess you just worry because, you know, the lifestyle itself is very, very risky. And I, I, I don't think it's, it's not unusual for that. So it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's a strange place to be emotionally from time to time. But like with anything else, we, as people in general, we find a way to live with these things now um for this particular family member of mine there's other family members who are very helpful in terms of emergencies and they're able to assist in times of need and you know if i can assist in any way or shape or form i can in my own capacity um and we just i guess it's each month is one at the time if, if i could best describe but um, it's, uh, it's certainly fragmented from that perspective. But again, it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's just about reframing 
of what the relationship is or re-examining what a relationship is that is supposed to be and you have to look at it for what it is okay not what it could have been not what it was what it was is good respectively to respect uh, retrospective looking back because again you can you know what the person was like but in terms of few, which can allow you to think well if the person ever recover the future might look like this it's okay to hope you know so if this is you that's okay people have known to make a recovery after many years of substance misuse um, and you just hope you're one of the lucky ones or a family member who you you would pray for that they make a recovery on the other side it's um, they're not in a state of mind where it's uh, where it is the state of mind it's very difficult to have a particular relationship. Now, I remember almost 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh my God, I wish this, or I wish I can change that. But then I realized actually that is, there's really nothing you can do. You cannot control another person because in the end that person themselves, they really want to change anyways, but they just, it's, it's too much. It's been the way of life for so long. So because of sometimes what I'm basically what I'm trying to say is that sometimes fragmented families are not caused simply because people are arguing or because there's toxic dynamics or there's uh, expectations that were not met or because, you know, for whatever reasons, people become estranged. Sometimes estrangement happened over a period of time. Sometimes it happens a period of time gradually, I mean. Sometimes it happens suddenly. Sometimes it happened because, I mean, I mean, it's a whole cocktail of reasons, right? But other times, the fragment relationship can come as a result because somebody, a family member, his lifestyle just does not permit them to live, quote-unquote, a normal life, right? And for that reason, you have to have your boundaries up. You have to not expect. You have to, expectation as in, what do you expect from that person? To some degree, the relationship is very one way. And that's the reality of it. You kind of have to be there for the person. You have to overlook the chaotic things that happens to them. Um, because, you know, underneath that, there's a person suffering as well. So you have to, sh you, you have to have compassion, right? But at the same time, because of the type of lifestyle, you have to have boundaries as well. And I think over the years, I found myself, I, I didn't have any expectation. But also I had to change my expectation of what, say, an older sibling, what, what does that entail? What does that look like? And there was a picture that I had 10 years ago that, no, actually it's more than 10 years then. There was a picture 
that I had 15 years ago. And that picture just didn't manifest because because the other person went on a, a different route. And you are left holding the memories of the person that they were. And I think what might, um, I think because you know what the, what the family member was and their capabilities, you know, they were loving, they were curious, they were funny, they were courageous, right? You knew, and you know, that person has got so much possibility, even though they don't see it, potential rather, they don't see it in themselves. And more so, sometimes you can end up, when you're feeling sadness and disappointment, is because I guess you are coming from a place of where you think the person's potential is and what the life they could be living. And part of you is sad because you're seeing this person basically what would appear that they're wasting their life away. And there's nothing really you can do about it, right? So sometimes these fragmented relationships are not caused because of the fight, are caused because someone else, for whatever reasons, which is normally trauma, they've chose to self-medicate to such a degree that is taking over their life, right? And it's really, really important to understand that you cannot control anyone apart from yourself. And if this is you, if you do have a family member and you've become estranged from them because of the lifestyle that they've chosen, I want to hear from you. And what was your coping mechanism? How did you reframe that relationship? Do you see this, do you see this particular family member? And if so, how? What boundaries did you put up? What expectation did you have of this person? Because that's often is what we get stuck on, the expectation or the potential of the person. Because we know them from the day they were born. We know who they are. And we know their dreams and aspirations because they shared them with us before the circumstances took over. Right? So that is all for this week's episode. And thank you again so much for tuning in and listening. Honestly, I, I honestly believe sharing our stories enables others to identify and heal in a process. You know, going through life circumstances where there is a family member with an addiction it can be easy right some people it's their parents some people is the aunts and uncles some people is siblings you know you know the variation of addiction is vast so if you have identified with the story that i've just shared by all means reach out to me i would love to hear your stories did you become estranged or did you become fragmented in the process um, as I know, it can be very difficult when a family member has an addiction 
I would love to hear from you. Um, if you go on my Instagram page, my handle is Recovery from Fragmented Families. And all you can reach me on my email, which is recoveryfromfragmentedfamilies at gmail.com. And on my Instagram page, you can just uh, click on my bio and um, book a discovery call with me. Oh, thank you so much. And again, oh, it means so much that you're listening. Okay, then I'll catch you next week. Thank you again. Bye. Uh-huh.